tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap-a-roo. Cash those fucking tickets, baby. Brooks Kepka winning us all the money. All the fucking money. Yeah, a lot of money there. A lot of money, uh, including the first-round leader, too. Bryson top five, 20 to one. Dude, what a week. What a week. What a week for um, our guys. Well, actually, you know what? Brooks isn't really your guy. Brooks is my guy. Yeah, he's your guy. Are you coming around on Brooks? You've never been a Brooks guy. I still don't love him. Like, he's not my favorite golfer, but I lo- I respect the shit out of what he does on the course. And, uh, you know, I-, I can take guys, I can take the bias out of it, which a lot of people really struggle doing. Yeah, that's what's crazy about You got to be able to do that. I've taken the bias out. I bet Spieth it from time to time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I'm pumped and I'm, I'm mad too. Like first, I'm I'm happy, but I'm also mad. And I'm also, I feel a lot of greed today. I wanted to come in here saying like, I'm happy about the, me and you want to combine hundred thousand, but I'm not satisfied. <laughs> I didn't even fucking eat lunch today because I was just so fucking hungry for more money. I, I wanted to starve myself just to fucking get myself going. You know what I mean? Get that. I don't, I don't want to eat too much at lunch and start feeling happy about it. I wanted to stay a little angry, keep a little edge to me. Um, so I've starved myself breakfast and lunch. So you're ready to you ready to bet some guys then? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, my testes are full. All right. All right. Um, all right. Let's get to Brooks here. These motherfuckers keep betting Sanjay and Homa and Burns. And you had Brooks Kepka at 22 to 1 sitting there. And we gave you a million reasons to bet Brooks last week. The million. whole Northeast thing. And all the great results dating back from the week before the Masters. We actually watch live. We actually watch these events, not just the PGA events. And it's for reasons like this, these fucking tournaments. Because we want to know if these top-end talent guys, the Brooks, the DJ, the Cam, the Bryson, the Reeds, if they can compete in these majors. And you have all these other fuckers that want to bet Sanjay to win a fucking major. (laughs) The guy with the fucking smallest penis in the world. Yeah. Fucking micro prick Sungjae. Everybody's still betting him this week. The guy was fucking 15 over. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he didn't get a price discount either. He's like still 18 to 1. Yeah, what the fuck? If he was 40, sure. But uh, no, but man. Just another right. reason why these guys should be following us more. Because we actually care. We actually watch the golf. Like we watch live and I could have told you that live they're playing real golf. It's not like a, everybody says exhibition golf, but they, no, they're actually competing against each other. If you actually watch it, like, yeah, some of the courses suck, but they're still, they're still playing golf against each other. And they're just as good as any of the PGA guys. Yeah. Granted, it's not as deep, obviously. They're just as good as they always were. And you're completely right. A lot of people want to crunch the numbers and shit. Like I saw so many bad takes last week. It's like, well, my numbers indicate that Brooks really is overvalued in this field. Well, fuck you. You have no fucking clue. You think Sunday is a better a better bet than Brooks because your numbers don't make Brooks a good play. The guy won fucking now three majors in New York, three Wanamaker trophies, two U.S. Opens. This is a U.S. Open style setup. But your numbers indicate something. Shove your numbers up your fucking ass, man. Bet winners. It's all betting losers every single week. And people are like, well, yeah, he doesn't know his stuff. No, you don't know fucking dick, man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, man. And they rag on the live the live courses like they're just prime birds, bird fest. 90% of the PGA events are bird fest, okay? Like the PGA setups aren't great. The, P- 
there's like five, six courses on the PGA tour that are great. And the rest of them kind of just are like, whatever, but we've seen it for so long that you guys like think, think they're okay, but they're really not that good. They're not at all. Another, another fake narrative that that's a complete fake narrative about the, the birdie fest and easy setups. Like not true at all. Um, yeah, there's some birdie fest, like you said, but there is on both tours. Uh, Valderrama's on the schedule. Pretty tough course. Uh, yep. uh, you had Sentosa a couple weeks ago host the Singapore Open, where a lot of great PGA Tour players have won, and the winners in the 15 to 17 under age. Like, this is all stuff that you can just know if you just looked. Like, I mean, you it's just... really not that hard to find. Like, I just Brooks. I I knew Brooks was back because he won Live Orlando, shitty course. Then the very next week, he was the 54 leader at Augusta. And he didn't play well on Sunday, but he still he finished second at Augusta. Great. Then there was three more live events, and he was top 10 in all three. Yeah. And his stats were great. We read, we read off the stats the week before and said they're relevant. And we yeah. say, oh, the stats aren't relevant there. Well, it looks like they fucking are. <laughs> it looks like they're relevant, okay? I don't know what you can take out of that. Well, we did, and we took out of it the fact that he was going to win, and he did. And it was the most conviction we've had in a pick in a long time. I don't want to hear... We're calling majors months in advance, fellas, months in advance. We gave you Rahm in February. We gave you Brooks a month before the PGA. We bet that shit. I fucking parlayed Tony Finau to win the Mexico Open with Brooks yesterday to win the PGA. And that yeah. was during the week of the Mexico Open. We've, we knew this was coming. We said it was coming. Right after the Masters of over a month ago, we said, why is Brooks not the third favorite? He should be behind Rahm and Scheffler, and that's it. And he was the yep. sixth or seventh favorite. And you guys were still betting Xander, who finished fucking eight over. You, you're betting Cantlay, who I like, but <laughs> he, he sucks like in these majors. And I and I I'm gonna bet him in the next major probably. But so I'm not nothing. I'm nothing wrong with the Cantlay bet, but go Cantlay Brooks. Like, I mean, I, I just don't get what you have to say. And now the goalposts are moving. You know, again, just like they always do. Just like they always do. They they move and move and move. And I saw like someone giving credit on um on Twitter today of like, well, the four play guys are saying it's crazy that, that the live guys aren't majors and blah, blah, blah. These guys were shitting on live for a year straight. And now that Brooks won a major, they're like, well, actually live isn't that bad. And they probably should be in all the majors. Like, yeah, no fucking shit, man. No fucking shit. The, the house burned down an hour ago and you're going to grab the fire extinguisher. It's over, man. You already were wrong about this. You can't go back and change it. <laughs> I like that analogy. <laughs> and, and, and people want to say, well, yeah, they're, those guys are really coming around. Like, fuck them, man. And, and how, you know how much abuse I suffered for a year for just literally saying, I don't really watch live, but I'm just saying, I know these players are the same. I, I don't care. Maddie what live bots, Maddie live bots. <laughs> and, and people just get to like move on with their lives. Like they never said that shit. And now they're trying to change what they said, like in retrospect. And I, I'm not accepting it. I want heads on spikes. Turn in your fucking car delete your Twitter account. If you said Brooks could never win a major and he sold out and he's going to live because he knows he's done. He's toast. These guys can never compete in a major. Delete your fucking account. That's it. I demand you delete your account. I mean, it's been two majors in a row. We've had how many golfers in the top five of both the majors? We had three at the Masters and we had two at, at the PGA. Yeah. I think there was like, there was at least six or seven of them in the top 20 uh, at the PGA too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't really want to go any more into the live PGA shit because it gets tiresome, but um, if you didn't think Brooks Kepka could win a fucking P the PGA in the state of New York, you're just a fucking idiot. Like seriously, you're an idiot. Yep. 
yeah, truly an idiot, not just like joking around type, like a real one. And last thing I want to say, just the narrative that's going out now, it's like, well, the Liv player didn't win a major, Brooks won a major, and we just want to talk about that, like nothing to do. Liv did nothing to make him who he is. Okay, you can't say that, and then last year say anyone who goes to Liv is going to lose a competitive edge. They're not going to be able to compete in majors. They're going to get rusty. They can't compete against the best in the world. And then say when he wins, well, it's nothing to do with Liv. Then how come he sucked for two years leading up to his move to live and now he's good again so how could that have happened if live had nothing to do with it or the schedule of live or the way he could prepare all those things are a factor in him being in live i'm not saying live won the pga championship but you can't play both sides of the fence like people are trying to do yeah live is perfect for brooks yeah it's, it is perfect for brooks it's just just warm-ups just tune-ups yeah, you get two ups, four big majors a year. Who, who said today? I think I saw you retweeted it. Four million dollar, um, four million dollar tune ups. Yeah, like you guys getting who, millions of dollars to win to finish in the top five every live event. <laughs> who was it who said today? I think you retweeted it. Said, um, if you really want to talk about the exhibition shit, there's everything is an exhibition. There's four real tournaments a year. The rest are exhibitions. They are. No one gives a fuck about the rest of them. I so, guess there's some events you give a fuck about, like next week, Memorial. That's a big one. And how about this? They're trading legacy for money. What's going to affect Brooks's legacy? Is it going to be making him in the best form he can be and the most healthy he can be for majors? Or is it going to be winning the fucking John Deere Classic? Right. All right. Legacy-wise, Brooks, he's in some rarefied air now. He's got five. It's only 20 golfers. Yeah. He gets the six or seven. I mean, he's like a top 10 be, player. Yeah, top. 15 he's probably already top 15 right yeah i mean probably you look at i mean it's hard to compare those errors you know all those guys from like 1920 you know what i mean well right now it's rory and him who's who is he ahead of rory yes yes i'd say definitively yes so one major is more than like 15 pga wins yeah i believe it is what do you think tiger would say Tiger would say yes. That, yep. That's yeah, all I care right. about. That's all I give a fuck about. And like you said, I saw you say this too. Rory would tr would trade those 15 for a, a major. He would. He would, he, he he would definitely answer that. If you gave him truth serum, he would definitely fucking answer oh, that. Oh, he, he'd need the truth serum. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> I know he's the most honest, forthright guy on, on the tour, but no, you'd, you'd have to slip him some because I don't know if he'd admit that. Um, but yeah, he was happy. I mean, he, he was happy hubbing, uh, hugging Rob Block after his, uh, whatever his name was, after his fucking up and down. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about Brooks yesterday, man. How disciplined is that guy? He is the most disciplined fucking major champion in the world, man. That's what makes him so good, man. Like even, even the round he went low on, I mean, relatively low on Saturday. Like he was taking his medicine that day too. He was, wasn't doing anything overly aggressive, left some some out there but like he knows exactly what it takes to win a major that's why he's so good in these PG, new style pgas in the u.s opens yep came out birdied two three and four um so he's three under through four um absolute stripe show to start the day and then six he got a squirrel he went in the water there i was like fuck but then he hit a fucking incredible shot man that was a great iron shot from that rough it was that, a great shot. that was a long shot i mean double and Triple was in play if he didn't do that. Yeah, and that's what he does. He just avoids the doubles in these majors. Like he he'll take a bogey. Then you get to eleven when he when he got uh, plugged there, and he just found a way to get on the green and made bogey. Yeah, he was fine making a bogey. 
No, and then 13. So 13 was when I knew I finally knew he was gonna win. When he made that putt on 13 after Hovland birdied. After Hovland birdied, I was a little nervous. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And then they showed like the back end view of the putt and it looked like really downhill. I'm like, fuck, was this is fucking... a this is a longer putt than I originally thought. And then boom, a... guys just fucking nails. Oh, it was my a 10, God. 11 footer straight downhill breaking. Like, yeah, not many guys make that putt. Yep. And then he gets the 14, drives the fucking green. Wow. And then 16 happens. I kind of felt bad for Vic on 16. But as soon as Vic hit it, Brooks is just like, you know what's so great about Brooks? He's so fucking, he's such a fast player. Just yep. so awesome. He just got up there, just, just cranked it to four feet. Ball game. You know what it is? He's opportunistic. Yep. He doesn't take unnecessary risks. He plays the way he's supposed to play. But then when he sniffs a little blood, that's when he goes after it. And that's oh, what, yeah. that, that was the best thing about it. Like, ah, that, <laughs> Vic hits it in the bunker and then, you know, hits it in the embedded, whatever. And then you, you could just see Brooks, just, he's fucking smelling blood in the water. And boom, that's yeah. when he pounces. That was like, that's so impressive, man. He's such a competitor. I respect the fucking hell out of him. He's, he's great. Um, Victor, guys. He's, he's coming, close. man. He's coming. Yep. You like him he's... better at U.S. Open or the uh, the Open? I prefer the Open. I've, I've been pegging Hoylake for him for a year. I think you told me yesterday we should bet it, and I was like, I already bet it like eight months ago. Just because... Uh, <laughs> the Open? For the Open, yeah. Because he... We always said the skill set-wise, he's almost like a little Rory. I think that's a... Rory's one, one there. Um, and I think... And, that's going to be a, a lower scoring event where I think it's almost going to be like St. Andrews. You're going to get a 15, 16, 17 under winter. Yeah. Um, I like that for him. I like the fact that I think it's going to be link style where it's around the green. Isn't that big of a thing? We started St. Andrews the way he kind of got up and down a lot easier there. Oh, he was a fucking wizard this week, man. He's well, he's been great around the green and all the majors. So, you know, that's good, but you still think that he like, he'd like it better in a situation like that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely agree on that. Um, yeah, he played great. I mean, if Brooks Shepard just didn't exist, he's he's the winner. No, there were three or four moments where it was like last year Vic doesn't do that that way. Yeah. And it was it was great to see. We love we're the biggest Vic fans ever. I mean, um I, I'm on record as a crazy take. People got really pissed about it, but I think he, he can install a better career than Scotty. They both have 12, 13 good, good years left in him. Like there's no reason why he can't surpass. I he's he was more raw and Scotty was more refined, but I think his ceiling, man, is, is fucking high. And Scotty's is too, but these things come in waves. Scotty, fucking fuckface. That's my new nickname for that fuck. Fuckface. I fucking hate his fucking face. I fucking hate that guy so much, man. Yeah, I, I never root for anyone to fail more. And I just, I don't want around in these tournaments. I don't, he doesn't do it for me at all. Like, there are a lot of other guys who I didn't like at first, but then you come around and the guy, the guy's elite, great player. Like, dude, I'm going to take my hat off to him. For him, and he is great, but like I don't want him to succeed. I want him to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was never worried about him this week. I was I was actually really worried about Rory. We'll get to him in a second, but Scheffler, I don't know. He something's up with his putting this year. And I know he made the charge Sunday, but I thought he was pretty bad for most of the tournament besides uh, that one day. And that's I mean that tells you a lot of how good he is that he's yeah, bad for still finishes third. He's and he's great, and I'll, you know. I do uh, acknowledge how great he is, but and he finished what he finished tied for second. Yeah, he tied Vic. He made a birdie on uh, eighteen. It's you crazy. weren't even worried about him when he went to five under. 
No, because like I had so much faith in Brooks. Yeah, I mean, not not on Sunday when he when he took a two shot lead, he went to five under on Saturday or Friday. Oh yeah, I meant on the weekend. Okay. Yeah, Friday night he was two shot lead, wasn't he? No, he wasn't leading. Connors was leading. Oh, he doesn't exist. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Connors. Who the fuck is? It? People are like, hey, Connors, really, really similar to Duffner. He, it, yeah, but he's a fucking loser. It was very. It was. He is very similar to Duffner. No, he career is. wise, career <laughs> wise, and player wise. I couldn't agree more. He's almost exactly like him, but it doesn't mean he's gonna win. <laughs> um, I don't even who who was chasing Duffner back then. I couldn't even tell you. Strecker, I think maybe. Yeah, well, I tell you, it wasn't Brooks Kepka. No, yeah, that's 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 a different animal. I mean, he's the guy. I I said this on Saturday or Friday night. I was like, that ain't the guy you want breathing down your neck on a Sunday and in, in a PGA Championship. Yeah. Um. All right. Then we got um. The sad oh, Bryson. Man. And we'll do that to Bryson. You want to do Bryson or the sad man? We go the sad man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. All right. Let's start the week off with his interviews and shit. Like, dude, just put a smile on your face. You're playing golf at the PGA. Yeah. Like, why are you like, just smile? Try to have a good time. And then and then he gets to Thursday and he was he's so lucky he got out of Thursday where he was because he was in. He had two fairways. He got so lucky on that putt that he made from off the green. Um, that kind of got him going. Um, but then like every time he he had to have been one of the leaders in birdies this week but every time he would go on a birdie run he would just compound errors and make bogeys like he couldn't avoid the bogeys no he couldn't at all and like here's the thing with start with the press conference he's the most disingenuous bird everyone thinks he's so honest and open no he's not he's a, he's a fraud and he says different things every fucking time yeah he says everything different different things every time and then he um so the when he was the reason why he was not answering questions and being really like, you know, not open and not saying things, he was trying to convince himself that he was some type of like tiger mentality, like a killer, doesn't care what interviews, doesn't want to be affable, just wants to show that he's like focused on winning and like he's that guy now. He's not going to talk about anything. He's going to focus. Like he was just trying to put on a show, whether it's to convince us or to convince himself, probably to convince himself that he's that guy because he's just so lost mentally. That he's trying out new things to try to convince his brain that he can win. That's how that's how fucked he is right now. Yeah, he's still mentally fucked, huh? Oh, big time. He's just trying to make it seem like he, he's like, all right, maybe I'll play this guy. Maybe I'll play this character. Maybe I'll play this character. And it, it's not working. Does, does he have a chance in these two majors left? No. He doesn't. Just mentally I don't think fucked. Does. I mean, we talked maybe about at the open. Well, but didn't you know? I think we talked about this before. Weren't you saying that it? you think that the fact that he won there puts even more pressure? It does just like this one, the whole narrative. There was a lot of pressure. From, there was a lot of pressure at St. Andrews on him. Yeah, but he hadn't won there, and 150 at St. Andrews, there was a lot. But he was playing so good then. Yeah, he's really not playing that great. He hasn't been playing great all year. I know people were saying going into that he was playing great. He really wasn't. No. He, I, he didn't even play that good. <laughs> he just, I, I don't know how he got to where he was, but like he didn't hit any fairways at all. No, he didn't. And he would get lucky out of, out of the rough. Like he would, he was sticking some shots out of the rough to like six, seven feet. Catching some good lies. And yeah, I mean, 
It's it's dire, man. It's dire for him. Um, he could tell you he what he say he could he could retire today and he. All right. So how about Bryson? Uh, yeah, Bryson. Uh, I love Bryson. Oh, he's the best. I love Bryson. He's just he's just one of my guys. Yeah, I'll stick up for that guy forever. Even through all the goofy shit, like even like the the rope getting into his eye, <laughs> all, all the dumb shit. I'm so happy he, he's back. I hope he's back. He's back, right? I yeah, he is. He was fucking bombing that thing. Oh yeah. Week. And uh I mean he was driving 14 with a three wood. Yeah, and you know what was really impressed about him? There was a couple times where it seemed like he could easily go away when he started making a bogey or a double, and he every time he bounced right back. Like that's why I think yeah. he's back. Yeah. I mean he started to show it on live uh, the week prior. He was top I think five or something. Um yeah, we bet him at the U.S. Open at what would we get, 60? We had half at 66, half at like 75. Yeah. Um, L.A., for, I mean, from there. So, I don't know. I don't, we don't know the course fully, but. Uh, well, it was, hopefully. it's a, it's a uh, Hans design where they also designed Wingfoot where he won. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's a good thing. It's going to be a U.S. Open, so his distance is going to be helpful. And he was hitting fairways pretty, you know, on Saturday or Sunday he struggled with it. But for the most part, he was hitting fairways pretty good. Um, I thought he played well with Brooks. He played great, man. He, I was so encouraged by him. And that's another thing that people don't get for whatever reason. Like, golf is such a game that is cyclical where there's going to be great players for a while. They're going to have their lumps. And, like, we saw it with Spieth. You see with every player, like, besides Tiger, there's going to be ups and ups and downs so when they all left for live everyone's like yeah it's because they're washed up and they suck like man bryson's 29 you think he's not coming back ever yeah i mean the guy works harder than anybody and plus wrist injuries take a while to come back from yeah and he's, he's not a flash in the pan he's the u.s amateur champion he's one of the best like he was yeah before he beefed up he was like a w- worldwide talent yeah and he continued to be one uh he's won huge events won a u.s open like He's 29. He's not 38. He's not going anywhere. He's, he's going to be back. What do you guys think? He's washed up. He's gone forever. That's why we said, like, eventually the live thing, like, you can't use that narrative because these guys are going to be good again. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some washed up guys on live. Like, yeah, like Westy and whatever. Sure. Definitely. I, I'm not not saying they're not washed up, but like. But, but are they as are they as good as Tyler Duncan is right now? They are just as good as Tyler Duncan. Yeah. So whatever. They, they, yeah. You can have washed up guys making up the depth of your tour. Right. And their names, which they need. Which are better than the other guys. Yeah. True. Like Poulter and Tyler Duncan are going to shoot the same score week to week. Who would you rather have on your tour? Definitely Poulter because he wears those pants. Yeah. So In the Ryder Cup. <laughs> oh, another thing. The Ryder Cup. Brandel Chambly. <laughs> that was fucking, so funny. You fucking bozo. Oh, my God. It took Brooks fucking two events to qualify for the Ryder Cup. <laughs> shoved it right up your ass, Brandel. Oh, my God. Dude, first that guy is such a loser. He didn't know what to say. <laughs> Faxon. That was nice from Faxon, huh? Yeah, it was. <laughs> he's, he's like, they're playing golf. Like, that's, that, that's really what it comes down to, what we've been saying the whole time, man. It's like. We're not fucking negotiating world peace here with this with the Saudis. They're playing golf. That's all it is. You want to make it into whatever you want to make it. Fine, take your moral stance. But not watch the LP PGA or any of this other stuff. Like so, <laughs> yeah. They're gonna have to get rid of him soon, right? You'd think so. 
I don't know. The backlash is getting, it's now getting to a point where like even the. Not just facts. And like McGinley looks at Brandall when Brandall goes on his, his moral high ground. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? They're playing golf. (laughs) Yeah. They're playing golf. And McGinley's like one of the, one of the leaders of the European tour. (laughs) Yeah. He, he made some dumb comments this week too. McGinley goes off the rails from time to time. That guy's, I like him, but he's, uh, he's out there. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like guys going to start coming around. And one thing I did want to touch on was Ryder Cup. It's not really fair to the European team that these guys can no. qualify. So it's like Sergio can't play, but Brooks and, and don't and spare me the shit that Sergio doesn't belong on the team. He 100% belongs on the team. He was their best player. Second hey, your guy player. Jacobs wrote the uh, top top 12 guys, I think. The first eight were great. Like The last guy was Rose, number eight. But after that, they fall off a cliff. You're looking at like Moronk, Vic Perez. Yeah, how I mean, you, you don't want Sergio on that team? you got to have Sergio on the team. He's a leader. He's the best player in Ryder Cup history. And people are like, well, yeah, he was. What does that have to do with now? One, he's only 43. He's not like 50. And two, in 2021, he was your second best player. Yeah, I can tell you one guy who wants him on the team. And I think that might have an impact on it eventually. Once they, let's say, Brooks is in, yeah, you know Rom's going to be like, are you fucking serious? Like, why can't we have Sergio? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I hope Sergio gets in. He's not going to, though. I don't think he's going to. I don't know if he wants to. That's another thing, too. He's he's He holds a grudge, I think. Yeah. He's a prick. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Most um, people in a bad way. But. U.S. Ryder Cup team. It gets bleak after 10, too. They kind of need Brooks. They do. Like, their 10th player is, like, Kiriyama. Yeah, like last year. Well, the last time they had Horschel, who was in form at the President's Cup, a couple of those type of guys, but those guys aren't in form right now. No. I mean, Berger. They're talk- yeah, but yeah. Was Berger on the. Yeah, Berger was on the Ryder Cup team. No, well, with no Willie Z. Um, back into your team is like Burns, Kitayama. Who else has won this year? I don't know. Some other douches. Windy Clock, like you're gonna take Windy Windy Clock over fucking Dustin Johnson, dude. Put Windy Clock on the team. I'll root so hard against the fucking Americans. If Windy no Clock idea. is on the Ryder Cup team, oh my god, what a disgrace! That guy was like 17 over this week too. Yeah, it is. I went at Ravport again. He's like, look at all the players who are over par this week. He was like eight of the best players in the world and Windy Clock. I was like, why is Wyndham Clock on this list? He wrote, because I want him to be. Okay, good good one, buddy. Dude, people think Wyndham Clock's like a top 15 golfer in the world. It's fucking hilarious. Like, well, he's what ranked, are we doing? He's ranked above Brooks and DJ, so he is. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you want the, moment. the 11th and 12th guy on your team. You don't want to be Brooks and DJ. It's not a bad DJ anchor are. there. DJ yeah. went 5-0 and oh in the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Anyways, I, we bet we bet the Euros, and I'm going to keep betting them anyways. I, I still think they're going to win. Me too. Yeah, but maybe get to two, two, plus 200. That'd be good. So, yeah, anything else on last week? No, just a great overall week, man. Great overall week. I mean. Oh, my DraftKings. Oh, yeah. Um, first time I ever hit a big uh, big contest. I, uh, so, the, two, the 250. I, I fucking rolled. Rolled. Like, it wasn't even close. You're like Brooks Kafka in that thing. You sniffed the blood and took it. Um, it was the 254 max, which has been a new tournament on there the last few weeks. Let's see. 
Here it is. I put two lineups in. I had 417 points. Second place had 397. Wow. One by 20 points. My lineup was Brooks, Cantlay, Fleetwood, Pat Reed, Bryson, and Mito. Four lift Four guys. Lift guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's impressive too. You want to know why? Because I guarantee most people are maxing that out. Dude, all, all six of them were in the top 20. Yeah. That's yeah, a great you, line. I'm sure they all max it out. It's only four, so. It's funny. After a lot of people saw your um, your the post that we made about your winning ticket, I got, I got some DMs saying that's like one of the best contests now. The payout structure and shit is really good. Yeah, I'm going to play it again this week. It's actually only uh, 444 entries this week. Not Last week it was 80, uh, 888. But it's still it's still for... Um, Still, it's four max, two fifty. Four max. Yep. Yeah, and it's like it. it's like twenty four percent cash, uh, whereas the two hundred single is only like twenty one, sometimes even less than twenty one. Yeah, so I think it's a good one. I'll probably play in it this week. You don't have to beat a zillion people, you know. You can still hit a nice chunk. Yep. Um, did you check to see how that lineup would have done in like the big five or the melee? Um, I'll check right now because I was in the melee. Do I want to check? Yeah. I want to know. Okay, it wouldn't have won. <laughs> okay, that's that's all that matters. Yeah, it would have finished. Yeah, actually wouldn't have even have done uh, that great. Yeah. Man, the Millie is such a lottery. See, so that's why people, like, that's a good example of why people need to play more single entries and less of these. It would have finished 153rd, good for $400. Wow. Yeah. See? That's why you don't play the Millie. That's why I don't play the Millie. Um, you barely make your money back. I cashed of the five or six in the 200 single. It would have finished second in the 200 single for 400 for 40,000. Wow. Yeah. First was, oh my God, it would have been a sweat. First was 418.50. The guy would have beat me by one point. Jeez. For 100K if I had that in the 200. He probably had Hovland too, made that last putt. Uh, Looks like you had Kepka, Rory, Lowry, Bradley, Varner, Buckley. How the hell does this lineup beat me? Well, either way, 30 grand, dude, that's a fucking huge hit. Yeah. Combine, combine that with all the uh, outrides, man. Hell of a week, obviously. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then, boys. We're on a colonial. Yep, on a colonial. All right. Um, so, here we go. Uh, colonial. Oh, my post is being edited right now. I hate that this event's called the Charles Schwab, by the way. It should, it should just be called Colonial. Yeah. Is there a company called Colonial that could sponsor it? So you just get two birds, one stone. Right. <laughs> Got to bring back the restaurant from Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So it is a par 70, 7,200 yards, bent grass greens. Difficulty can be varying depending on the weather the scores have been pretty much between 12 and 15 uh the past four or five years besides last year when the winner was minus nine which is kind of interesting burns and Scheffler in a playoff um i hate both those players so much that i couldn't even watch the last day but i did watch the final chip in from burns or whatever um putt off the green whatever it was like a 50 footer yeah uh i was on the beach that week i think it was Memorial day weekend we're coming off a winner, too. too. 
Yeah. I was off the PGA. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And um, so pretty good field, man, considering I think it's the third best field in tournament history is what I heard. Or did I dream that? Um, well, first was probably the COVID year. But yeah, I was actually really surprised, especially with Memorial next week. Uh, I was uh, shocked at all the good players here. So. All right. So I'll, I'll um for those people who kind of like to see some of this stuff, I want to pull up my stats here. I did a little um, course history thing, and I think course history is pretty important here. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes. Huge. I think it's huge. So looking at the list here, um, let's see if I can share my screen. Can you see it? Coming up now. Yep. All right. So here's a, the course history. You have Spieth in first. Okay. And he is 54.6 total, total gained here. Um, 2.3 per round. Finau's second, 1.6 per round. So wild. He's 33% better than the second second place guy. Um, and you got Harris English, Harmon, Morikawa's fifth. Um, Chris Stroud, if you're looking for a punt guy. Yeah, Finau's um, sneaky good history here. He's good in Texas. Yeah. Riley, oh, Grillo's playing? Yeah, we got to look at him, man. He was bad uh, at the PGA, huh? It was, you know what it was. <laughs> Actually, I know why he was so bad. My wow. brother had my brother had a matchup with him on Thursday, and he was winning by like five going into seventeen, and he made a quad. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And he ended up losing the matchup to whoever. He, it was like a six-stroke uh, swing on uh, seventeen. Jeez. So uh, he should have just read my articles and bet my things. I was just fucking hot fire. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, looking at his stats here, approach, it was not the best. No, he struggled. So, but again, it's not a, you can't really think of Grillo as a place, as a course who's going to, you know, suit him that much. So, is what it is. I mean, what's his odds this week? 80, 90. I think we got to look at that. Yeah, we could look at it. Um, all right. So, that's, that's the course. Anything you remember or know about the course or what? I enjoy this course. Uh, I think it's a great test. It's not, I know some of the sometimes it's gotten uh, to be a bird fest when it's softer, but uh, if the wind picks up, it can be difficult. Um, remember when Rose won? Rose beat Brooks actually one year, and then the year we had Spieth in twenty twenty one, and we just could have bet Kokrak as well at fifty to one. We just didn't for some reason, and they dueled, and Kokrak beat his ass. Yeah. Oh, dude, I just got, I, sorry, I just got a DM. This is fucking hilarious. Can Michael Block win the Charles Schwab? <laughs> no, is that a serious question? Yeah, it's a serious question. No, it isn't. I swear. He's 6,900 on DraftKings this week. What? He's not even the min? No, he's almost 7,000. I just wrote, ha, 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 ha. But he, um, I just saw two. talk about him. To make the cut, minus 120. So I get plus money because he can miss the cut. Where do, where do I can bet that? I'll bet that right now. Yeah. The PGA is going to go all in on him this week. And yeah. they're going to fail. Yep, that's correct. <laughs> uh, he's even a featured group. With, hopefully he's not one of my guys. I don't want to deal with that fucking bullshit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What if they put him with... Uh... I know. 
they're going to cut to him. Oh, you're playing with so-and-so this week? Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> did Block did block bother you last week? That was pretty cool. He made an ace. Like That was fucked. That was. So I said, ha, 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 ha. And the guy said, don't give up hope, Matt. And I said, I never had hope to begin with. How could I give it up? <laughs> uh, that was a good story, though. I mean, pretty wild what he did. Yeah, I mean, I think I like he was making 125 bucks a lesson. He's basically a random dude. Yeah. Like in terms of regular life, obviously he's a much better golfer than a random dude, but like he, in terms of salary and all the other stuff, but he could be pretty damn fucking good to do what he did at that course. Oh, dude, that was the best week of that dude's life. It was like, like he, he said it. So he should soak it all in. I, I have no complaints about what he did. He definitely was soaking it all in. I would have done the same exact shit. Like, no, Michael he was Rose and McElroy and the crowds all over you. Like, you got to do it, do what he did. He got to be so good to do what he did. Like, yeah, at that course. I mean, which is great, but um, I th- I think I read he was like won the California Pro of the Year like seven years in a row. So like he wasn't a scrub. No, I looked at his fantasy national because I wanted to see what his DK price was, and uh, he plays in the Farmers a lot. Um, but it was all miscuts, every single one of them, and everything was red. Yeah, I mean you'd imagine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, cool. I got and he's playing. See the Canadian invited them. Is he playing it? Yeah, they he he needed the top ten to get the invite, but they sent him a invite anyway. Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Ryan, I just, thought Ryan Palmer was going to invite him to be his Eric partner. Really? I don't know if that was a joke or not. But I saw someone say that. <laughs> well, it'd be good for him because Ryan Palmer wins those fucking puppies. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um. So, all right. So, what are the odds in this in this event? All right. Updated odds. We got. Use DraftKings here. Scotty, overwhelming favorite, plus 450. Seems really low. Yeah, it did just look low. I'm not interested whatsoever. 450, really? How is that 450? Like, why isn't it just like seven? I know. He did, he, it's in Texas, I guess. And he was close last year, was he? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he lost in the playoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, he did. I don't know. He doesn't win in a 450 clip. I mean, you're never going to bet him at that number or um, Rom at four or whatever. It's just no. It's, not, it's just not a bettable number. No, it's not a bet, and I don't want to bet it anyway. So, right, but you can make an argument at seven. You but, could definitely. Okay, so we're going to pass on Scotty, obviously. All right, then just you got to talk about that. This because this goes for a couple of guys. In just in general, the guys who contended deep into the major on Sunday, how does it make you feel about them coming to this week? Typically, don't like them. Like Scotty came in second last year and he missed the cut at the PGA. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of them. So I mean, this week, like they they compete. We said the same thing about Hovland. Like, I have no interest in Vic. I don't either. But he seems like a really popular bet. Yeah, no interest. Okay. Nobody else really contended, right? It's in the Scotty, game. Vic. Yeah. The rest of them are just live players. They only play 54 holes. Yeah. It'd be crazy what they can do on Sunday, huh? Um, <laughs> I. So, just real quick on that. Vic, I know, what was the event? Um, Heritage, after the Masters. People liked him there, and off, I was like... He started off really well, and then... And I was a little worried because I was like, I faded him because of that reason. And then he, he kind of fell off. So I think something similar could happen. Yeah. Yeah, he shot like 
78 on Saturday, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of mental energy that goes into contender than a major, especially this one. He was balls deep in it, like the smashes when he fell off a little earlier. But right. Uh, okay, then you get to Spieth, who was 12 to one, was 14 when it opened. Um, you got Hovland at 14, Finau at 14, um, Morikawa at 16, and Sanjay at 18. Those are the guys below 20 on DraftKings. I don't understand the Sanjay M number. I think he should be 30. Yeah, and I don't mind the bet at 30, but, I mean, I just don't get why winking a discount. He just shot 15 over last week, and he's not that prolific in winning to begin with. Yeah, he's got a small penis. Yeah, that certainly doesn't help either. Yeah. Um. So, so where are yeah. we going here? We know where we're going. Who you got? Spieth? Yeah. We bet him every year here. <laughs> and usually goes pretty well. Yeah, look uh, at the he's a walking top ten, top five. You have the finishes there? Yep. Um so since twenty fifteen, second, first, second, thirty second, that's when he sucked. Eighth, tenth, second, seventh. So what is that? Seven out of eight top tens? Yes, with a win and two and three runner ups. Okay. Seven when he was ten. the best player in the world in that 2015 to 2017 stretch when he was winning majors, second, first, second. Okay, wow. Um, and Jordan. Okay, so we bet the 14, right? Yeah. Last week, I know he had the wrist injury, was his best career week. Off the tee, stat-wise. Mm-hmm. Gained 5.7 off the tee. I think it's pretty important you hit the fairways this week. You can get away with it here, but I think it's... You got to hit fairways, correct? Yep. Yep. Um. So 5.7 off the tee. I went down the whole fantasy national list. That's his best. And it's really not... He's had... A, he had, a, like, maybe three or four others in the fives. So um, he's got the, he's got the uh, driver working. The main concern is the the injury. Like, is he going to withdraw? And how bad is the wrist? Because it around the green game was pretty pretty poor last week. Yeah, um, you have to think it's an anomaly. Maybe that wrist had to do with around the green would make sense. But I mean, and I'm worried about the injury thing. But this is another thing people to understand. Like, the ceiling is high and the floor might be low this week. It doesn't change, even though he's injured. It doesn't change, in my opinion, his chance to win. It changes his chance to play poorly. Uh, you know, he's more likely to to shit the bed, but he's not any less likely to win because if if the if the wrist is okay, then he's going to be good, and I think he can win. Um, having his best off the tee week of his career last week, I think, is obviously showing that while it might be irritating, I don't think it's completely like structurally messed up. Right. Uh, so another thing, I do think if he withdraws okay we get our money back if he doesn't withdraw i don't think it's going to be a thing where he withdraws after the first round unless no, he completely no. shifts. he's going to withdraw pre-tournament if he does and if he withdraws because he shits the bed on thursday well he wasn't going to win anyway and i don't right. care if he comes in 17th right if he's not going to win he's not going to win right 
I feel like it's a good time to get on them though, because people are going to be like the wrist injury, they're unsure, but like people, you know, uh, they're a little skeptical because of the injury. And I think, you know, it's one of those things that people are, he, he wins a tournament and people look back and be like, ah, we should have just fucking bet him. Yeah, I like him better than Scheffler, to be honest with you. I do too. Yeah, so we're in on Spieth. I don't, there's really not an argument to be made. It's just Spieth at the Colonial is usually an auto bet anything above 12. So one win and three runner-ups and eight. So half of the starts he's he's been here, he's either first or second. Yep. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Insane. <laughs> insane. So, yeah, I, I think he could definitely win. I'd like to see it. Um, but I think I, we're going a little bit top-heavy this year for the two just two picks that I really like that I want to bet. And I think it doesn't feel like it's more like the better players that are just winning more events this year. They are. Besides Kirk Kitiyama and Win DC. Yeah, but then if you want to take a um, a long shot, it's like, yeah, can a long shot win? Sure. Which one is it? Then you're then you're just right. randomly selecting. So like I, I like taking these guys that we have and seeing what and you know seeing if one of them gets in the mix, which I feel pretty sure one of them will. We'll get to the long shots here, but there's really no one that interests me at all. Uh, found one guy maybe, but it's not a. It's just it's pretty bleak. It is. Um, all right, give me the China man. Uh, Colin Morikawa, I like him. Just feels like a place he can probably win at. Like it just seems like a course that he's, you know, he could he could definitely challenge to win. Um, hasn't won since man, it's been a while, almost two years. So nuts. Yeah, it's been almost two years. So and he's been close. I mean, he has four top ten finishes this year. Uh, the stats are starting to come around while they're not like as top heavy when he's making those eight, nine strokes on approach weeks, but they're like more consistent. Now he's gaining three or four or five on each in each week. Um, three, three trips here, second and a 14th and a 40th last year. So the second 14th are great. The 40th wasn't as good, but he lost almost four strokes putting and he still gained 5.8 on approach. So that was just a bad putting week, which you could say, you know, is to ex- be expected, but when he finished second, when he finished 14th, both those weeks, the putting was good. So I think he can probably putt here. Although this year the putting is horrible. You know, it is, there's no way around it. But um, those three starts that he's, that he's been here, he's gained an average of 6.7 strokes on approach. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We looked, at, we looked through it. Uh, in 2020, it was the first start after the restart with COVID. Um, one the next week. One of the years he was coming in pretty hot. Uh, 2021, he was coming in, he was pretty hot, and he stayed hot at Colonial. And then last year, he wasn't that hot, and he still gained almost six on approach. Yeah. Um, last it's a fair number. Fair number, I think, right? It's fair. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you want to bet. I thought, like, I like Tommy and Ricky. They both look all right. But at 30 to 1, if they were 45, I could make a card full of them. But I'm not betting them at 30 to 1 when Colin is 16. As bad as, not as bad as he's been, but... It's, you know, as much as he's lacked wins this year, he still has a better chance to win than them. He held pretty strong last week. Yeah, I, I, I watched him for a little bit. He was um, making some shots, seemed pretty good. Gained across the board. Yep. Putting too. Know, yeah, he gained a half stroke putting. Maybe he found something there. Um, he's 18 on Bet MGM. There you go. That's actually, the, that's actually the most fair number, 18. I think, yeah, I think that's really fair. Like, I think either Colin I, or Jordan. So we bet an eight. We bet an 18. Yeah, we bet an 18. 
Um, all right, so we're going with a two-man card. May add a long shot. If you're looking at long shots. All right, actually, we got to talk about the two guys there. Um, the next range. You got Homa, 20. Um, Fleetwood, 30. Ricky, 30. Oh, Burns is 25. And Rose, 30. What do you got on those guys? Uh, Rose is playing good. He is. He was pretty good last week. It couldn't hit fairways, but. And he's good here. Yeah, he's won here. I just don't see him win him twice in the season. Yeah. Do you? Nah, probably not. He's just a vet, though. He's like Scott. They just know how to get it done in these big events. No, I love I love Rose. I love uh, I think golf's better when he's playing well, so I'm happy for him. But I don't think he's gonna win. Yeah, um, Tommy's playing some amazing golf, man. Yeah, he is. He is. Another top twenty last week. Um, and then Ricky makes a lot of sense. I'm glad Ricky's playing. He should be playing these lesser tier events. Although this one is kind of much better than like the Valero or whatever, which he should have played. Uh. I give. I think Ricky has a sh- chance to win this week, definitely. Yeah, I do too. But that number is just tough to swallow. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, le- I was hoping it was going to be fifty. Yeah. Well, it's half that. So what are you going to do? <laughs> He's playing well, but he just—he still has never contended yet. Yeah. Um. Then you go down the board. You get like Henley, Siwoo, Harmon, Kirk. Kirk's got some good history. He's not Harman Kirk, guys, though. Uh, Cam Davis was getting a lot of love off the T4. He was seventh here last year. He can fuck off. Yeah. He's going to be way too popular. Although I do like him as a as a golfer. Yeah, I do too. Uh, anybody down the board here? I was just looking. Davis Riley finished fourth here last year. I do think this is a very comparable course to the Valspar. I mean, you've seen Burns win at both. You've seen Spieth win at both. You've seen Rose can win here and contend at the Valspar. Um, Kirk, I think, has won both or at least contended at both. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of like Tommy, although Tommy doesn't really have much Texas success. Um, anything on Riley? He seems to play these uh, Texas courses. Well, I know he plays San Antonio good. Yeah, but didn't he suck at the last one? I don't remember. At Valero? Is that when everybody was betting him? Yeah. This was after the... He was like nine over on day one. Well, that was the old one. What was the, what was the one a couple of weeks ago? Byron uh, Nelson? Yeah, after he... Uh, he won the team event. Team event. Yeah, he's Riley's not going to win. No. Um, the only two guys I was thinking about was like, we bet at the last two Texas events, Sam Stevens, who played pretty well. He's great in Texas. And then... Um, Michael Kim, I saw 200 to one. I mean, we're all about him. He got bet down to 60 to one at that time. Like, how are you going to not bet him at 200? Let's bet Michael Kim. I mean, is he different than he was two weeks ago? Yeah, he sucked that week. Michael Kim. Looking at him right now. Fucking slow internets kids on the fucking games 
lost 2.8 T to green. He wasn't terrible. Before that, he was great. Um, 201, let's bet it. Yeah, why not? He was bet all the way down to fucking 50 to 1 last week, that week. And I know the field's definitely stronger this week. Uh, What about Gorilla? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, do you take anything away from last week or no? I mean, just just a big step up for Gorilla. (laughs) But even this, is he going to win this? I don't know. I'm just thinking he's usually plays in stretches and he plays the bent course as well. What's he done here? Good. Third and an eighth. Eighth in 2021, a third the year Rose won. Yeah. 2018. I mean, 90 to one, we could bet it. Yeah. But not a lot of room after you bet these two guys. No, not much. Uh, I looked at it, it was like 7.3 times your return on if you just bet those two. What did uh, Stevens, what did Stevens made the cut last week? Yeah. Got in as an alternate. Sam Stevens, is he ready to win? Stats were fucking terrible at the PGA. What are we? He can't win this, can he? Um, no, the answer is no. No, he can't win this. <laughs> I don't know. Any other guy, sir? Sir. He was up there. Yeah, he was. Well, my no. guy Buck Buckley Buckley. I like Buckley. It's cool. Made the cut last week. Guy pumps it. Oh, 26 last week at the PJ. That was a good DK play by me. Yeah, it was. Um, I played him a little bit too, but it's not. He wasn't any of my lineups that ended up being good. Yeah. Um. So, can Buckley win this? No, he can't win it. All right, so fuck it. And that's why I like going to the guys we have. Like, whatever. It, can some random guy win it? Maybe, but it's hard to predict the exact one. So I, I want like the Michael Kim call. We had to go right back to it? Yeah. Now everyone's out. Good DK play. Has he played? Has he had one bad round? He, was, he wasn't even that bad in the first round, was he? No, no, he was like, I think he was like. A couple two, under? Two under, but yeah, like, the and I guess a massive birdie fest. I mean, if you don't shoot. Eight under the cut was what five under, yeah. It's not like he played, yeah. I don't think he played horrible. Has he has he played this course? Michael Kim, yeah, back four years ago, miscut for 41st, miscut. He was dead at that time, though. He was, he hasn't played it, in... yeah. Okay, so we could go Kim, we could go Grill. I mean. I don't know, man. We won $100,000. I'm not going to not bet fucking Michael Kim at 200 to 1 because I'm maxed out for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, All right, so that's the Colonial. And then we got got a live event as well. That's right. uh, Trump, D.C. Um, Trump National um, right there on the Potomac. Actually, the the course looks fucking sweet, man. Yeah. Par 72. Tom Fazio designed. Um, four par fives, uh, pretty long, 7,400 yards. Uh, this is relatively, or was redesigned in like 2015 when Trump bought it. And 
Um, they posted the senior PGA championship in 2017 where that sex machine Bernhard Langer won beat VJ. Um, yeah. so, um, Fazio, we're looking for Fazio guys. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a bird fest. There is a lot of water on the course. Um, I don't know. You got anything else on it? No, I mean, I didn't really look into it yet. Um, but it does seem like Liv's definitely picking up steam in terms of like interest from just casual golf viewers. Does the Brooks win change that or no? Does that help that? I got a text from a buddy who's a casual golf view and he asked me if I watched live and I told him, yes. He's like, dude, I'd never know when it, when, when a live events on, <laughs> I was like, they, they don't promote it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. He, he I was like, just ask me. I know when they all are. I, I watch them all. It's like yeah. this week, Friday, one fifteen. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna watch this week? Yeah, I watch every week. You gotta watch it, man. If you want to win majors, you gotta watch it all. And you gotta if you want to know everything that's going on in golf. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Yeah. All those things seem good. My, uh, you well, your first instinct was to bet a certain guy. I'll let you take care of that. But um, I like Sergio a little bit at twenty five to one. Uh, has some good course history on some other Fazio designs playing really well. He played in the qualifier today. He's um, like five under, which is good for like the tie for seventh top eight in the U S open. The fact that he's playing that at all is partly why I like him because he obviously isn't just done with golf, which I questioned gun to contention two events ago, um, lost in the playoff, which sucked. Wasn't bad. Wasn't great. The, the following event. And now he's trying to get in the U S open. I mean, like he seems like he cares now. Yep. Um, I agree. Plus, his Fazio stuff is good. He plays Wells Fargo uh, or Quail Hollow. Uh, great. Um, Case Valley. Firestone, he has a second. Shadow Creek, he was... It's the 21st. 21st. And then um, Case Valley, which they had the BMW, the first leg of the... Uh, or second leg of the playoffs, the one Cantley beat Bryson in a playoff. Mm-hmm. I think he finished seventh there. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like I I I wasn't really thinking about Sergio at first, but you kind of talked me into him, so I'm. I'm uh, I bet it. Twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. Here's the thing: twenty. He was twenty eight at Singapore, and he lost in a playoff, and he's still twenty eight. A lot of these guys, once they contend once, the number goes away. Yeah, Sergio was sixth at event at Case Valley. Okay. So yeah, you got, got the 20 under, so that's a bird fest. And I, you know what else? I think these other stars, you know, and Sergio is a star, whether you like it or not, they, I think might be a little inspired by Brooks winning the masters by, by winning the PGA championship. You think? And they could, he could be like, all right, well now maybe golf world's going to start seeing us as who we are and we're real players and this is a real tour. And we like, you know, I, I, I think he might get a little kick in the ass. You think Sergio is? Yeah, I think he's probably into it. I don't know if he gives a fuck about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see other guys. I don't know if Sergio gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe he doesn't, but I'd like to think. I mean, he's still qualifying at the U.S. Open, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I joined everybody and their mother that are betting Bryson, so whatever. 22 to 1. Bryson's my guy. Um, it's just hard to... If this wasn't a Fazio... 
bent grass course. I, I, I probably, I wouldn't be on it, but I think this could be the last time we get a bettable number for Bryson on live. And I've bet it many times. I don't want to miss out. So I know it's a very, very popular pick, but I, I just have to ride it this week is what it is. Yeah. I could do a three man card. Sure. If you want to bet Bryson, I don't believe in it really, but I'll bet it. Okay. Um, and then I bet Bubba 66 to one. I love this bet. I love, I think he's winning. I don't understand why he's 66. He was good last live event. He was great. Stats were awesome. Yeah. I think he's winning too. Like he's, he's won in the Virginia area. I know he's, he's won Greenbrier, hasn't he? Isn't that one of his places? I think he loves to go there. Let's check. It took a while for him to get going. Um, off the injury. But uh, maybe he hasn't. I don't know. You know what it is to me? It's that he, it just seems like that's what's coming. Like, but a lot of what people are seeing and the casual viewers and the people who, who least like these guys, what they're seeing is the best personalities and the best just characters in the game of golf are a lot of them are at live. And I think the perfect thing this week for Liv would be a guy like Bubba on TV, shaping shots in the mix. Like, remember when he when he just dominated at the match play and it was like, dude, this is fucking so fun to watch. Yeah. If he puts one of those clinics on this week, I mean that I think that's actually a needle mover. Yeah, I'm all in. Uh, he actually has been a character on Liv. Um, he's stars. Nobody's been watching it, but he's um, second at Bridgestone. I like Bubba this week a lot. I just uh, hasn't won Greenbrier, but plays he's played well in that area. I don't even know if Greenbrier has a comp course here, but um, any other Fazio success for him? Second at Quail, Boom. second at Bridgestone, seventh at the CJ Cup when they played at Shadow Creek. Boom, Shadow Creek. A lot of a lot, lot of live guys at Shadow Creek. He had Crack who won it. Gooch fifth, Neiman sixth, Bubba seventh, Munoz ninth, and Cam eleventh. Cam is definitely winning something soon. Um, like this, yeah. Cam could definitely win this at eight to one. Uh, I'm not going to bet it, but I wouldn't be shocked if Cam was the winner this week. No, um, Shadow Crick I think could be a pretty good comp. Yeah. So there we go, three man card. Yeah, I might add a couple. I might add one or two more. Four or five man card. Sounds good. Um, we'll post the cards as usual early Wednesday, but I think we're pretty clear on where we're going here for uh for both events. So let's try to get two winners, two winners this week and just keep winning a fuck ton of cash because it's a lot of fun. Love it, baby. Um just all right, tap let's do it. it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room.